0: Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo Hey girl, just come and hold my hand
1: Won't you come and just chill Aquarius. with the Virgo Sippin' on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take a shirt off. You seem me convince your homegirl Aquarius Aquarius
2: episodes are obviously very special. They're very, very special because it's Virgo season. Yeah! Oh, wow, clap it up. Two of my favorite Virgos actually have birthdays today. Shout out to Mo and Isaiah. So I'm really feeling the Virgo spirit now that the birthdays are starting to hit. And, um, you know, soon it'll be Beyonce's birthday and then it'll be my birthday. So, um what a wonderful time to be alive and to be born I'm just over the moon about this yes indeed yes indeed shout and out if we have a special guest let's go ahead and give an introduction to our new guest Anika yeah. hi, hi. I'm gonna do
3: a shout out it's my sister's birthday happy, happy birthday, birthday. Hey. Virgo Groove.
1: Yes, I love that. So before we get into our icebreaker and the other fun things we have lined up for today, Anika, do you mind sharing your sign and where you're located?
3: Yeah, so I'm a Scorpio. Okay. And I'm located, I'm located in Philadelphia. October 27th is my birthday, nice. yes.
2: That's awesome. So y'all, oh, y'all next. I would be curious to know what else is in your chart because I'm not really picking up on Scorpio right now.
3: Really? I think, okay, so this is a problem. So I did my chart before and I did, like I grew up in Broomall, PA, which is like outside of Philly, but I was actually born in Bryn Maw, PA, where the hospital was that I was born at. Okay. So I like switched up my chart, but I think it's the same because I think I redid it. But my, one of them is Libra and the other I think is Virgo. So like,
2: okay, okay. you don't know which is rising and which one is moon.
3: I think my rising is my Libra, right? Isn't rising how you present? Yeah,
2: Yeah. I think so, yeah. Something like that,
3: okay, yeah.
2: And then your moon is what you're How you emote, like your, yeah.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I think it's Virgo is my moon.
2: Well, that would actually make a little bit of sense because you do have, I do see some Libra coming through. You're very friendly, you're personable. Mm -hmm. and you know the virgo virgo
3: see virgo so hey i'm like that's my song too virgo groove yes right right
1: right Uh, okay well let's get into the icebreaker i have a couple so first one is is it inappropriate to talk about your sex life around your friend's partner
2: Wow, that is a really interesting question. Oh, God. Mm. No. I think, I think, okay, around my friend's partner, like, would I be sitting around talking to, talking about my sex life in front of your nigga? I don't, I don't know. That does something about that doesn't sound right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. right. Maybe you say it out loud. Right. It might depend on the relationship that the three of you have, like Mm -hmm. everyone all together. Are you always hanging out with this partner? Or like, Mm -hmm. is this your first time hanging out with him? Like then that's a hell no, absolutely not. That's ridiculous. But like in in a setting like this, like is he a guest on our podcast? I mean, we probably gonna get into it at that point. That 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 would be appropriate, I think.
0: Mm -hmm. But
2: just to just to you know be sitting around telling him about how i like to throw it back i don't think so i don't think
1: (laughs) or even just like you know say you had a wild night out and you're coming over to your friend's crib and you know they live together Mm -hmm. and you you just so happen to be saying like girl let me tell you about this you know and he's just in the he's in the setting like are you are you open to discuss it then or are you just like you know i'm gonna just hold this until
2: i get her on a light privately
3: yeah what do you think anika i had that's funny because like my best friend we are very close and i am pretty cool with her husband but like there was one moment when he was talking about like his friend's sex life like something that happened so we got on this topic about threesomes and i was like oh i would do one and then i was like ooh, i like i never before would be like very open and like talk about that around him and he's like in the room or whatever but i was like yeah i would do it with another girl and a man <laughs> and that was like it but like we've never kind of but it wasn't that awkward but i was like ooh, this is right. the first time i like i noticed it was the first time i've ever mentioned yeah. like anything pointing to my sex life with him around
2: was it right. awkward because you didn't want him knowing your business or was no it awkward
3: because you're friend- i didn't want yeah i didn't want him to awkward, but we were like him and I were talking about it.
2: Right.
3: So it was mm-hmm. so like we had the conversation. So it was just natural that I would say like what my right. reference was. Yeah. But no one was like, "Ooh, why are you sharing?" Like you know what I yeah. mean? Because so, that's like that's very
1: specific, and it's almost like it, you know, it naturally came up. It wasn't like mm-hmm. this is what your intention is, or you want to. This is what the topic is today. Like it just so happened to you know, the line of right. thought like just brought y'all there. But,
2: I think mm-hmm. context is everything with this one. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that in some instances it could be inappropriate, you know, like you, you're yeah. hanging out at the bar and you're just like, oh, I'm so fucking horny or whatever, like, excuse yeah. me. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> like if you're obviously having a discussion about sex and you're mm-hmm. sharing your own experiences or your preferences, then maybe it could be, I wanna add another layer onto this let's just i'm gonna use your friend as an example since you said this kind of happened what if your friend had pulled you to the side later and said girl don't be i don't want you mentioning anything <laughs> about your- <laughs> <laughs>
3: i'll be like okay
2: respond to that
3: i think i would just say okay because at the end of the day my relationship with her is more important than my relationship with him like my loyalty is to her you know yeah um so I'd be like, okay, if like you're uncomfortable, sure, I crossed the line, I crossed the boundary. I won't do it again. Um, I don't think I would get upset.
2: I would just be like- mature. That's an emotional yeah. response. I'd be like, yeah. I
3: understand that. All right. Right. Yeah, what would What do y'all think? What would you do?
2: You go first, Shayna, what
1: would you do? <laughs> I think that I would definitely be like, thanks for bringing it to my attention kind of thing. Mm. Because for me, again, like I agree, the relationship with the friend is far more important than what you got going on with the partner. So, yeah, I I don't think there's any part of me that would be like, really? Like, that was crazy to you? Like, I don't think I
2: would. (laughs) I don't think I would do Mm. that. You know, like that definitely didn't feel like. I don't know my first mind would really be maybe like offended because it's like why would you even think that I was trying to insinuate something nefarious with your man girl like I feel like I would maybe like logically what you ladies are saying I agree I 100% agree and I think that that's the best way to respond but I just feel like my first first mind and my first thought before I even had a chance to really think any further and think about what she's feeling or whatever, I would really be like, you think I want your man? Or you think that I'm trying to do something nefarious here? Like, I would be more hung up on that. Like, girl, it's not even, I don't, I don't I'm not even thinking about that about your man. Cause that's where my head is at. Like, I respect you, you're my friend. Why would I be it's in here kinda trying- like uh your response is more was- like don't be don't be ridiculous. Like right? don't be ridiculous. <laughs> But to just yeah. see that shit is, you know, pick your battles. I think that that is the lesson mm-hmm. for me here. Like, right, right. It's probably not that deep, you know. Maybe there's some other shit going on in her marriage that she's that she has a reason to be even making a comment like that, that I don't even know about. We have to consider everything here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I like what, what Anika said, like, okay, I crossed a boundary and I won't do it again. That's it.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah right if only things could be that easy in every aspect of you know <laughs> confrontation like being able to just sort of like surrender that way because i know me like i when i'm in it in certain things it's hard for me to get out so
2: until after okay one last scenario because this is actually a good
0: topic. <laughs> it is good
2: what if Okay, you guys all have that kiki key key about, and you're like, "Oh, I would have a threesome with another girl." What if that man hit you up on the side and was like,
3: <laughs> "No, I know <don't-> you." <laughs> <laughs> are you but no what
2: What do you wait are you saying like if he hits you up on the side like do you want to join wifey and i or my and I? Exactly. Or do you want exactly. to join? Say that or he could just say something along the lines of like that was kind of hot what you said or whatever like just oh. saying any kind of comment either to join you and hit you and your friend or <laughs> just making a comment about how he like liked that or anything any side conversation about that's it that's gonna
1: be tough that's hard but i'm gonna have to uh-uh. tell my girl i'm gonna have to tell yeah. my girl and that's gonna be a really hard thing to say because being the bearer of bad news in that capacity you don't really know how the other person's gonna respond but you just gotta mm-hmm. be cool with sharing it because if it comes out another way you're gonna be sorry that it
2: you're gonna be so sorry oh my god yeah I don't, ooh, <laughs> that really. is
3: difficult that's difficult
2: i really
3: feel yeah, like you
2: do have to same layers, layers to this <laughs> I think part of me want to cuss him out and not say anything because i don't want to be the one to like blow up your whole marriage and it's fucking me like you're gonna be looking at me like mm-hmm. you should have never said that shit bitch like yeah. i don't know like i feel like i would be
1: i would be hurts. so butthurt though if
2: you you know feel like you're um
1: you want to save the like relationship or marriage by omitting or not sharing that information i'm like i
2: feel yeah, like I rather... obviously his mind is not in the right place but if he yeah. if he just like invited you to come in would you hit her up and be like girl your man wants to invite me into your bedroom
1: that's right? wild first of all if anyone's been mm-hmm.
2: trying to invite me in on a
1: tip, it's got to come from her and also right. i'm not doing that i'm not doing it right Right. (laughs) Right. there's two parts here like it needs to come from her but then also
3: i'm not gonna do it
1: i'm not in the business of having three threesomes with friends i would truly rather that threesome be with someone that i have no emotional ties history to Mm -hmm. anything like i would rather we all just be strangers i don't know like i yeah
2: My ideal threesome scenario is like me and my man and like some lady that we met on vacation like the year prior Mm -hmm. who like we had a fun time with at the resort and then she just happened to like come to town and we all went out for drinks and had a great time and then I never saw her again. Like someone that I Mm -hmm. I have some awareness of. Of course, course. listen here,
1: demisexual, you... (laughs)
3: Why do you try to
1: like? It has to be someone that we
3: met at some point, and you know we just come back to it. At at vacation a year ago, I thought you were going to say like we met them on vacation. That one right now. No, so she's you. trying to say like <laughs>
1: you know,
2: y'all the relationship doesn't have to be tight but i have to have met you in some capacity at some point right. mm-hmm. exactly and like maybe yeah. i've been following your instagram so i get a sense of your lifestyle there are a lot of factors that are i, I don't i just haven't <laughs> ever seen anybody and been like my pussy is wet right now instantly like no yeah you gotta yeah. tell a joke you know what i mean you gotta buy a, a joke <laughs> you know like joke <laughs>
1: It's got a-, <laughs> a joke and a drink. Okay. Um
0: <laughs> cool.
1: So do we have time for another icebreaker?
2: Yeah, why not? YOLO. I don't have a very long nosy news today,
1: so cool. Are you open to dating outside your type to find a lasting love? Mm, this is <laughs>
2: The 30 year old oh. lady dilemma. Like, now that I'm here in my 30s, I'm like okay. really reevaluating some of those core priorities that Shayna knows all too well. <laughs> One being his height. That's been mm,
3: awesome. that's that. that cool. mm, yeah.
2: I'm a tall lady. You know what I mean? I'm a mm-hmm. five nine big bitch. Okay. So, like, the same.
3: yeah
2: Dating, mm-hmm. you know. A five seven king, like that stresses
1: me out. A lot. <laughs> it's just hard because I'm automatically thinking, like, okay, if you are smaller than me, like, I hope you have confidence where you don't feel like inferior because of that. And you're also not overcompensating because you are smaller than me. Like, just, right. just be cool. Right. You so, know? Cool. like, just I just want you to be cool and balanced. But I do often find that guys that are smaller than you are a little riled up, like they feel like they got things to prove, like, depend, you know, certain guys. Mm -hmm. So,
2: yeah. That's so true. But I have been thinking, to answer the question, I feel like I have been thinking, like, could I date outside my type? Like, I've definitely dated a lot of guys that are like my height, which is not even my like dream experience. I feel like if I could do that. I could maybe okay. go like a little bit shorter if he's really showing me that he like, you know, wants to give me the world and like is exactly everything else that I want. Like, girl, get over it. He's like, has the confidence, as Shayna mentioned, like has everything going for him. Like, I might have to eat that and just yeah get on with it. Mm.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, <clears throat> I would,
2: I have
3: outside my like like, mm -hmm.
1: what would be considered like outside of your type like something mine is
3: yes like shayna we talked we talked we did i felt like we connected (laughs) on this we connected on this we were like i don't say i don't date like african-american men i just don't and i don't attract them one and two like i'm not necessarily my
2: main thing you do not date african-american men
3: no not saying i like if one were to come up to me and try to talk to me i want to give him the time of day i'm not saying that but it's like that's not who i attract one and i'm not really like automatically attracted to them because like jane and i have this had this conversation about like i'm already african-american okay like i want my kids or if i'm blessed to have kids i want them to have a different cultural experience than me So like, I don't really want to write, like we eat in collard greens. I'm joking, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to like have a different experience and be like, oh, daddy is from here. Or like, this is the food Mm -hmm. we eat, or this is a language that I know as well. Like, you know, so, and I don't know. I'm just like, I I know, I'm not saying every black American experience is the same. It's not, but I'm just
2: like, I don't,
3: I'm not into it so this i would,
2: would be the most fascinating case i've ever heard for dating really? whatever, ever ever that that actually makes yeah. so much sense like yeah i talked huh. about how i went to i went to catholic school but i grew up christian but my dad was kind of like non-religious so i feel like mm-hmm. because i had a taste of all those things i was able to come up with like a, a real stance on how i feel about religion yeah, and basically just saying the same thing, but only even on a broader sense of yep. you know of entire culture, which to me makes a ton of sense and actually yeah. like really beautiful. And I think that it is Thank kind you. of like a selfish reason that I'm like, I just want it to be easy. Like if I if I'm with a black person, like they just already get a lot of the things that I experience as a black person, so I don't mm-hmm. have to like share.
3: A lot yeah. Well, like these, my men are still black. Like the people that I talk to are still black. They
2: have different cultures. I mean, yeah, I, they have they different cultures. Africans.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they have different cultures. Yeah. But like For one me, thing that yeah. needs to be, like, we still need to have that race conversation, right? Like, you know, like to know that there's always like trying to be this divide between like Caribbean Black America, like all of these yeah, divides. Right. Like,
1: can we
0: just. Right.
3: Be Please. Like, I know it's not you to of
1: that opinion, so, like, a opinion, for sure. Yeah.
2: One African that I dated semi-recently, he definitely would try to say, like, you aren't really, like, that Black. Mm. Like, you aren't really Black like that. Like, you think about struggle. Oh, this struggle. Oh, this, this um, systematic racism. Like, who gives a fuck about any of that? Your struggle is not valid. Like, just not even trying to validate the Black Ooh. American, like... Mm experience and it's just like yeah. what the fuck
1: like that would turn mm. me right i would i need you to understand the black american experience and also yeah like
2: and i can understand your experience as well like, right right mm. yeah of course and i can also acknowledge my privilege in in whatever yeah whatever you're trying to compare to like right. but that doesn't, that's not to say like we don't go through shit because we're in america it's
3: ridiculous
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah that's really interesting i I (laughs) was oh oh getting out of your type okay you didn't answer the question so would you go outside of your type of and date someone else if he's really the right guy sure
1: -hmm.
2: yes i would Mm -hmm. i would yeah. but for me yeah
1: and for
3: me who's like, my your type, type though right. you
1: and Shana have the same type oh right we got the same type we don't need to like broadcast it and then we do basically <laughs> not also you know but i'm open like i think i was telling anika this too like I, I think overall me going outside of my type is just like i'm just open to culture like a new cultural mm-hmm. experience that's different from my own because I'm constantly it's constantly a journey of trying to find answers behind like the history of my like you know culture that I admire people who know their shit down to the bone like my Mm -hmm. great great grandmother was telling me about I'm like I love stuff like that because I don't have it so yeah I'm open to it now does that mean that I'd be open a day in a white guy who not isn't necessarily culture less but like that would be outside of my type, right? I don't know. We got to, it depends on what type of time he's on too. Like, I feel like be, at, at this yeah.
2: point I'm really warming up to a non-American white. I think that that's yeah an issue. Okay, like, yeah.
3: They, would you do a British white?
2: man? I mean, they're pretty adjacent. Maybe like a right. more like you know, I mean, Italians also kind of adjacent. But I could see an Italian. You know what I mean? Can you I do?
1: Can you do Asian? Like Asian Bay?
0: Asian
1: Bay, like I've been thinking I've been thinking too, you know, I've been watching a lot of like Indian shows on Netflix recently, like of, like marriages and different, you know, things like that Yeah, they they have such a colorful um, culture as well
2: You know but what, yeah, I, they do. I could maybe do an Asian Bay too because I was looking on, uh, I've been seeing like on TikTok a lot of like black expats living in like Japan and stuff, and mm. they love it. They literally love it, and I'm like, "What are the Japanese doing? That's so great! <laughs> I need to find
0: out."
2: So, <laughs> maybe I could do Asian. I don't know. I just have heard, you know, the Asian penises are just. And I also hear, like in
1: California, not even here. What I've seen is that I see a lot of black women with fine Mexican men, mm. like yeah, all that stuff, and like the
2: Afro Latin. Oh,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. that's
2: a vibe. When you start speaking as Spanish, baby, and looking
3: well, <laughs> hey, oh, like
2: hey. that's right there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm open to it. Fascinating. All right, so, well, it's Virgo season, Chyna.
1: It's Virgo season, and I have a little fun game for us to play. And the name of this game is called Virgo Mood or Nah, and basically, I'm going to. Shout some words out, and if it sounds like it's a Virgo mood, you'll say that. If it's not, you'll just say nah and we'll move on. Okay. Whoever gets the most right wins.
0: Okay. Oh, this Um, is not fair. (laughs) (laughs) You're a Virgo,
1: like you're going. But then also, I feel like you have a sister who's a Virgo, so you could you really have a a leg up in this game. Have a leg up,
3: yeah. Possibly. okay okay
1: so impractical as fuck Nah.
3: yes sometimes <laughs>
1: okay perfectionist to a fault no
2: nah. i mean i know that that's like uh that's a stereotype but nah mm-hmm. that's not my reality <laughs>
1: <laughs> a messy bitch who lives for drama
2: yeah
3: Mm, Yeah. <laughs>
2: Sadly, humble. Yes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like we have a lot of interior confidence, but we present ourselves very like, no, no, like it's fine. Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I am <laughs> a- too much.
1: Too much. Thank you. <laughs> Hilarious, <laughs> little miss know it all.
3: Absolutely. I'm going to say no.
2: No, I know everything.
1: Superior standards.
2: Mm. Yes. Yes. Okay. We deserve these, everything nice that this life has to offer. <laughs>
1: Insensitive. No. The version. Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> uh, free spirit. Yes. No, I wish I could be a little bit more like,
3: nah.
1: (laughs) And lastly, The Overthinker. Yes. Yes. Okay, so let's tally these up. (laughs) So you both got six of them right. So I'll run through the correct answers for you. Basically, Impractical as fuck no they're not like one of the things so Sydney got that one correct um Mm -hmm. perfectionist to a fault both of you said no and I know you mentioned like unlike the popular thought. so the answer was yes they are but I know you were like Mm -hmm. speaking from personal experiences a messy bitch who lives for drama is correct (laughs) humble you both got it wrong actually I thought that that was um really funny because like right after it while saying you're humble, Sydney got the one right, little miss know it all, which is mm-hmm. kind of like you you're know. Right.
2: that, hypocrisy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Superior yeah. standards is true for the Virgo. Uh both of you got that mm-hmm. right. And sensitive, y'all got that right as well. They are not, um, they're very sensitive beings. The Virgin, just because that's the symbol that is associated with the Virgo. Y'all both got that right. And free I'm Spirit. Prudent
2: gal, also. You
1: know? <laughs> not <laughs> prudent, not prudent gal. The free-, <laughs>
2: free spirit. Sydney got
1: that one right. Um, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah no, they're not free spirits. The over <laughs> the overthinker, and y'all both got that right. Yes, indeed. Yeah. That was good. That it was, was good. a very, it was a close game. It was a close game. Uh, mm-hmm. Sydney, she took the lead on this one, but yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad. Yeah. Right. Right. You're a bird You deserve it. You deserve yeah, yes. it.
0: Right. Happy you birthday. Should.
1: If
2: if you lost, <laughs> we would probably be wondering what happened. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you need to do some inner work, baby girl. Right. Right. So yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just want to say on behalf of all the Virgos worldwide, um, you know we're a special bunch, and I'm just really looking forward to another year for all of us. Um, you know, it's exciting times. There's so much more life ahead of us. I keep reminding myself that we are, we ever, all the Virgos that are turning 32. Um, we're still very young, and so much potential ahead so happy birthday to my fellow virgos and that's it
3: yes happy birthday happy birthday
2: good deal all right now it's time for nosy new Okay, first things first, student loan debt forgiveness. How we feeling, ladies? Let's. Joe Biden actually did something that he said mm-hmm. he was going to do before he was elected. You know, he talked mm-hmm. a lot about this, and everyone, everyone said, you know, we don't see Joe because otherwise, we're coming to your house. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> No. It's on
2: site, Joe.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so he it's did a while. While. <laughs> Measley, ten to
2: twenty thousand. All right, ten to twenty thousand. Meanwhile, Me people have hundred thousand dollars worth. Of money. <laughs> um, how do y'all uh, feel? I mean, know. I saw
3: this. um It was on Essence on Instagram, and it was like when Rihanna. Has threw something at someone at some awards show, and it was basically like, this is Joe Biden, like here.
0: Yeah. Damn,
3: you finally got it. Right. Bye. Like, get out of my Mm -hmm. face. Stop asking for money. Mm -hmm. And that's how it feels a little bit. Like, thank you. Okay. It's 10K.
0: Yeah.
3: 20K. But like you said, there's hundreds of thousands of debt amount of debt that people are in.
2: Right. And also, you know, it really doesn't do anything for the folks that have private loans too exactly like, there are people yeah, who yeah. for one reason or another did not get any federal aid and this literally does nothing for them so
1: there's i think there's a meme roaming around the internet that says something about that's cool, but the rest of these loans still ain't getting paid. So. Right. <laughs> you may as well. You may as well knock it down. Knock it down Right. What? I, I definitely was thinking like I mean, that's cool, but by the time I finish school, I'm gonna be in hundreds of <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. in debt. So it it really does nothing for me at all, but yeah, I guess.
2: Well, I mean, does it help your it does it help this Syracuse loan money that you have? Absolutely. No. Hey, I'm not, I'm not,
1: all money's good money. So I definitely feel like, you know, I, I'm eligible and I, that'll just make me, you know, 20K less in debt. But yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still like a whole other 100K or something that I gotta like think right. about. So
2: I'm still, you know, I'm like, that's really somebody cool. T- but somebody tweeted, great, I'm down to 90. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm like, just waiting for yeah. you know, something like this to kick around again. Almost like the Stimmies, you know, like give us right. Give us some phases. Yeah. Right, right. Give us some like phases. is
3: he really trying to be money bag Joe again, you know?
1: Yeah. Right. But I know like there are also people who make over the one twenty five K threshold and they are not too happy about it either because they're like what is 125 in a state like California when y'all taxing Mm -hmm. the shit out of us it's like what?
2: it's you know you know so so,
1: yeah so they're like not really happy about being ineligible Mm -hmm. it's a it's a very they annoying they annoying because all it takes is the click of a button and we all could be it we all could be free they press that
2: button, <laughs> button to print more pages
1: of- <laughs> i just don't know what they're holding on to because there's so many while there are people who take these loan payments seriously there's a lot of us out here that do not and you okay. will not get your money you know what i mean it's like almost like it's at the bottom of the list when it comes to priorities of things that you want to pay. So, I mean, I will say I heard that in addition to this money, like the loan forgiveness, they also are doing like, they're, they're lowering the monthly payments on the mm-hmm. economic, is it the income driven, the income driven repayment plan. I don't know if it's the mm-hmm. interest. I think it's like, they said that before it was like 10% of your earning, your discretionary income. Now it's going to be 5%. Of your discretionary income that you can pay, but even though I saw that, it's no excitement about it because I'm like, oh, so we are gonna take longer to pay our debt off then? Right. Like y'all just yeah. trying to keep us on on
3: lock and key, basically, like constantly owing something. So, Nathan, do yeah. you
2: benefit at all from the?
3: Yeah, I will benefit off it, but it's like right. It's just it's not enough. I mean, it's not enough. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's it. That's
3: that's <laughs> like it's, it's, it's like thanks. I
2: guess. <laughs> right. Next. Thank you. Right. No, literally. I need to actually get on FAFSA and just confirm that I don't have the Pell Grant because my mom, mm. called her, she said that I didn't get the Pell Grant, but like three of my friends from high school, no, two of my friends from high school who like our parents were like kind of on the same playing field they got the Pell Grant, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. is my mom, they, not a- Yeah. like, I know all of their moms left their dad's information off of the thing, which is what my mom said she did, she said she left my dad's info off, mm-hmm. and just went based on hers, and she didn't qualify, but she said that that was, like, you know, 2009, like, the brokest time for all Blacks in America, so she was, yeah. like, literally my brokest time when we're doing these forms, like, why didn't you I, I don't know how I didn't get it and I'm just like did you not finesse good enough because everyone else's mom figured out how to get that shit so I need to make yeah, sure. yeah
3: I've got and that too
2: yeah in fact did not right. get the Pell Grant because if the if I honestly guys I have to say if I have the Pell Grant then I only have a couple thousand dollars left so wow. really like that would be great that would actually. Mm-hmm. Be- But it's like, how many are there of me? Not many that have like a low number like that. Yeah. So I'm team total forgiveness for all, Um, you know.
1: And it's crazy with the like, not saying, there's nothing wrong with working in nonprofit, but that whole, you know, being forgiven for working in public service for X amount of years and stuff like that, it's like, because you know that some of these people working in this field haven't really been getting all that they should have gotten.
2: Hey, they mm-hmm. haven't been making any money. Okay, the mm-hmm. nonprofit sector—you're rubbing two pennies together. And don't I know it? Uh, don't I know it? I know it well. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you. Well, Biden. To know. Like Pittsburgh to work for nonprofit. That's the only way it balances.
1: Yeah, Biden do us the solid, forgive it all. Yeah,
2: and forgive it all, and then you can go off into glory peacefully.
3: Right, because we still won't come back and ask if he Lord. forgives
2: it all. Biden will certainly be the best. <laughs> he will go down as <laughs> the best president because what forgiving it all <laughs> president of all time. but then the next president that would come after him would probably be like no we have to cut all he- health care for women because we have to make up for what we lost from forgiving all those student loans like you know they would say some shit like that it's but fucked up I but they would that, throw the women under the bus first that's true did, did y'all see mm-hmm. the um the tweets coming out of the white house account when like oh my gosh oh no man. Yeah, so oh, like funny. all the Republican congressmen and senators and stuff that were like being like, "This is ridiculous! Like, we taxpayers are not going to have to pay for other people's education, whatever." The White House official Twitter account Very was ridiculous. retweeting their nasty tweets and and saying all the money that they got in PPP forgiven and Forgiving. it was like hundreds of thousands, millions, millions. millions wow. And they have the their—they have the audacity to fix their lips
1: to say, mm, oh, "Student loan forgiveness is now, fucked up now. with our little twenty k, 10 to twenty k." <laughs> it was amazing though. Like I was like, I don't like. We live in unprecedented times right now because what? Like the White House is getting petty like this, like from the, the <laughs> literally just saying they say, like, oh, like John so and so has. No, they're clapping back.
2: They're literally, literally saying down. how
1: putting their shit on blast like this is how much you have forgiven in ppp loans like that shit. that's shit
2: that's approved by the white by the highest power he's like get on twitter and talk your shit bitch like right Yes. so yeah i find that very interesting and um i love it i love that for twitter and the twitter people. <laughs> that we live in so all right well we are gonna see what joe does he got how many more years he got he got two more years mm-hmm. he could do something in the fourth year and really just be like ah chaos like forgive it all you know what i mean
3: <laughs> maybe he's trying to lead up to that hopefully we'll see yeah
2: we'll see yeah, we'll see um have y'all heard of this concept called quiet quitting yes yeah just just
3: enlighten me
2: what is that buzzing okay nika i'm gonna tell you what it is quiet quitting is when you want a new job you hate your job but you're not going to quit your job because you need money so you stop going above and beyond and solely do exactly what you're paid to do and that's it nothing more Mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm. i think that's smart (laughs)
2: let me tell you something about let me tell you something about quiet quitting
1: <laughs> I quietly quit it when I was lying. Okay? lying.
0: <laughs>
1: Not when I reparations are on the line.
0: <laughs>
1: mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I do like that term, but I just learned about it this week. Actually,
3: I saw it buzzing on. I'm mm-hmm. social IG, and I was like, okay, um, this is me. <laughs> this is me. It reminds me of when you start a new job, right? Like I had started this job a year ago, and I was just like, you know how you're always like, I don't know, I'm new. Like to me, that's kind of like quiet quitting a little bit because you're just like, I don't know what to do. I'm not going above and beyond because I don't know how to go
2: above and beyond. I'm not figure it out on my
3: own. Yes. Right. So someone needs to tell me and hold my hand. And I feel like after twenty twenty, obviously, a lot of people had a revelation. They were like, "Look, I'm not doing more."
2: A lot of people were like, "You know what? I simply can't work hard anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I just can't be breaking my back out here. I need to focus on my mental health. Like, why am I so anxious? Oh my god! Because right. I'm so fucking hard. Like, a lot of people did revelations." And I think, like, for me, where I'm at, I'm just so ready to leave the town that I live in Mm
0: -hmm. that I
2: definitely feel like over the past, like, year or so, I've I've started to quietly quit. Because in my first Mm -hmm. few years at my job, like, I was literally like, let's fucking go. Like, let's do this. Let's do this. Like, let Mm -hmm. me write down this list or whatever. And now it's just kind of like, oh, let me send that email. You know what I mean? Like, oh, just like, <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna call her back.
0: That's but so okay. here's
3: a here's a question: Is quiet quitting just setting boundaries?
2: No, I, well, in my mind, it's preparing to actually really quit. I don't know what okay. the, the social media people. Maybe the social media people. I don't know. I, in my mind, it's the prequel to my resignation letter. That's mm-hmm. what that's what it feels like to me now. Setting boundaries would be just like quietly having quit when you started.
3: Yeah, <laughs> like
2: that yeah. is that is just putting boundaries in place. Like you hired me to do these five things, and I'm going to do these five things, and these five things. Also. Mm-hmm. Is what it is.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, that's interesting. Okay. Well, we're moving on. Um. I just have to talk about Ethiopian Airlines because honestly, <laughs> hey, hey. hey. and I also want to talk about just travel right now in general, about how like crazy it is. But like Ethiopian Airlines just had two pilots fired because they fell asleep during the flight and they flew past their landing destination. They literally just up flying, <laughs> <laughs> flying. <laughs> <laughs> and like air traffic control couldn't wake them like literally oh them. like hey y'all just passed the airport what's goodie?" like it was a while after that that they even woke up bro wow. and it's two pilots in there
3: two Are there pilots
2: <laughs> are you drunk like what happened did you was there a crack in the in the window of the airplane and you're passing out from lack of oxygen because I just can't really understand any other reason why as a pilot of a major aircraft you're sleeping
3: but two, like, how is it that like one? Okay, my friend is right out for the count. Is to be so I'm gonna go out, out.
2: for the but count is too. To be awake. yes, one is definitely supposed to be up and yeah. all. Time. They're both supposed yeah. to be up. our pilots supposed to sleep during the flight? I don't think that, <laughs> no. that should be, <laughs> <to> be. <sighs> I don't know. Like
1: that part, that's tough for me because, you know, maybe everything that I've ever watched was of a bad pilot. What you're not supposed to do, like, i.e., flight. You know denzel was, right, cool, was sleep yeah he was
2: it seemed like his co-pilot, co-pilot was up yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but the co-pilot seemed like he was actually cool with it and it was just time for denzel yeah. kind of like that's what so bye. i i don't know
1: what goes on in there but i assume like if you have a co-pilot and it's like y'all doing the longer flight you do get to probably take, take a moment oh that's yourself. a good point
3: yeah
2: and also because all the planes are supposed to be on autopilot anyway. Like we're mm-hmm. not right. Ready. You just you're just kind of like the co pilot is up making sure nothing happens
1: during that time.
3: Right.
1: You sleep. But then like, 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 the landing the landing spot. Hello.
3: Right. right. But then this the also turbulence. means they weren't in communication with the flight attendants and stuff about like, oh, this turbulence is coming. Like you know how they hey, they like also announced miss? that too. Kind of awesome.
2: He wasn't turning the seatbelt oh. light
3: on. Right. He wasn't
2: doing none of that, bro. <laughs> that's, that's really crazy. And as we yeah, already bro. know, Ethiopian yeah. airline
1: can be a little ghetto, but like this just.
0: Okay, dude. Anika,
2: what I want to do next is tell like a crazy travel or airline story. Do you have one about something an airline did to you or like something that happened at the airport?
3: Not really. That's just like a typical story, no. <laughs> I, I don't think i really do The
2: experience that we had with ethiopian airlines was like my craziest travel story like these people these two, what they happened they canceled our flight back to from tanzania back to ghana and we uh-huh. all started scrambling trying to buy flights like the flight prices were going up by the hundreds of dollars in front of our eyes as we were like oh, google God. searching So I got one, somebody else got one, somebody else got one. Other people were like, I don't know what we're going to do because it's up to $1,100 now because all four of us at the table have bought flights in the last three minutes. Everyone was panicking. 20 minutes goes, I'm not, not even an hour. Okay. We're talking 20, 25 minutes goes by. We get Mm -hmm, another email from the airline (laughs) and they're like, just kidding. It's on. JK. JK, the flight still happening. Don't worry about that, mine hasn't changed the gate hasn't changed
3: like everything is what? oh and
2: wow then, like one of our friends bought her new flight on her debit card so you know like a debit card isn't like a credit card where they're just like okay cool, it's canceled. like whatever take it off she couldn't get her. She her cash for her trip like all pending now and then she ended up <laughs> Calling fraud, then they canceled her card. It was oh crazy. my
3: god! Over Ethiopia, I forgot, I forgot
2: that chaos happened. Yeah, like she was having to zealous to get her cash out because she didn't mm. have
3: a card. That okay? I have yeah. a story similar to that, but that was because I lost my card right before I went to the Cayman Islands, and <laughs> so my friend, I had to like demo her money, and she had to get cash out the whole trip because my new card did not come in the mail. Damn. before I got on the trip so I was like it's not I'm not canceling my trip I'm still gonna come and right. so I had to like sell her my money I just felt like a kid like we like Mom, right.
2: can you get my me cash cash yeah. from here?
3: so I know how that person felt Ooh, yeah it mm-hmm.
2: was really, I mean that was,
3: was what's so unique about
1: the Ethiopian Airlines experiences that was the experience on the way from Tanzania to Ghana On the way from Ghana to Tanzania, we were originally supposed to just have a couple hours of a layover in Ethiopia and then be on our merry way to Tanzania and beautiful East African Indian Ocean bliss. Right. (laughs) This cancel the flight. So now we have this long overnight layover in Ethiopia before we get to Tanzania. And then we gotta buy a visa. To sleep in yeah. um, in Ethiopia overnight because we can't be in the hotel uh, over in the um in the airport for like twelve hours. They don't
2: have the infrastructure for that. We get picked oh up in God. this weird bus.
1: They basically at first we booked our own hotel because they didn't. The airline didn't give us any information about the hotels. You know, usually they cover that when they oh, go wait. To time out to. a
2: week before we go, we find out that Ethiopia is in a war. Okay, they're oh, literally in a war
0: that's Ooh. true
2: like can't even planned i'm getting i'm getting email updates from the embassy and they're like any americans living in ethiopia please leave please leave oh like my god the book flights or whatever every day leading Ooh. up to the trip and i'm just like i i didn't, couldn't even tell my family that i had a layover there because i knew that they would be like bitch you mm-hmm. cannot go." like literally and while we were there it really felt like it was giving
1: war vibes because it's it was giving- a ghost town no one was there just lesson learned here the, the lesson is don't book with ethiopia
2: yeah but. don't book with ethiopia and that's the point that we're trying to make um i really hate that my intro to ethiopia was through them because horrible representation um i will say that they Airplane food was probably some of the best airplane food I've had. It was, me. it was. It was giving us was. tikka masala and like some fire shit. And the so. city
1: itself, aside from aside from it being a ghost town, they're very developed. So.
2: All right. Well, that's really all I had. I just just couldn't believe that story <laughs> when I saw it because I'm like, are you fucking kidding me?
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous.
2: But um, yeah. Now it's time for Tucson. Tucson. assistant assistant, let me hear you
1: now okay so the topic for today is uh, disagreements with your friend's partner so basically like confrontation with your friend's romantic partner like what are your thoughts on this
2: okay wait can I just say like when I hear that prompt I immediately think about real housewives any any pick any city you know they all do it (laughs) But when they go on those trips with their spouses and stuff and then, you know, two of the girls get into it and then here go the husband hopping mm-hmm. in. It's a fucking problem. Every time it's like, your husband is coming at me. He needs to stay out of women's business and this and that. Like it's literally always an issue when the partner jumps in to the argument. Now, a partner on friend argument that's something else which i also think is going to be highly problematic i mean i can think about i guess nimi and who whose man did she get into an argument with probably i forget whose man was, was it, it peter i think it was peter yeah
3: probably was peter yeah
2: I, I could see peter, that whole thing because now it's a man yelling at a woman it's this and that they mm-hmm. want you know, they always want to throw the the sex into it so i definitely feel like that's it that's gonna be an issue i don't know i don't know if i mean but then then again look at solange and jay-z beyonce just stood there and yeah. went her fucking business i don't know like she literally wasn't trying to come but see her that's
1: her sister. a sister that's a sister
2: I mean, sister friend. friend i get it it's
1: like okay. close right your friend is your sister right but like mm-hmm. it just feels
2: like i don't know the blood you really can't do anything because it is your sister the yeah. yeah what are you what are your thoughts
3: it's messy
1: that, that those are very muddy waters to tread
2: mm. I
0: and might, i also I think by yeah. my business
1: more than not with a situation like this like mm, you know and i'll be thinking to myself like that is not i do not agree with that but i don't think i would get into it to with the dude or partner
3: yeah i don't think i would either because i feel like i don't know it's messy because it's like at the end of the day yes this is my friend i've known my friend for how long but that's their partner that's who they're with like who they going to like it's like it you don't want to them put people. them in that position either right exactly. to have to
2: be like, like who are you gonna choose
1: yeah you know of the minding of the business feels like it's the us. But... the
2: therapy me definitely agrees that you know i should stay out of it but pre-therapy me would have definitely been like nigga shut the fuck up going in going in yeah going in with without a second thought I mean with age and healing you get over that but I definitely see a point in my life where I would have been having no issue with tussling with your man like or your partner like I don't right. know especially if I know I'm right no, <laughs> there's, no there's no stopping me period
1: now what if yeah. it's related to like something that triggers you though and you wasn't even expected to react in this way because you didn't know you it, were so
2: sensual about it. it trigger trigger you, it towards me? Are they coming towards me with whatever it is or is it they're having a different conversation and it just triggered me?
1: Could be either. Yeah.
3: Ooh. I mean if it's personal then it's personal. I don't like I, would, I think I would start off before I snap. I would be like, get your man, right? Yeah. Like I would get, I would have a moment where it's like, get your boo, whatever, collect them. And then I would address my friend first. Right. Cause they can't just sit there and not intervene and not say anything. And if he's being dis or they're being disrespectful to me, like I would hope that my friend would not just sit there and watch that <laughs> go down.
2: Right, exactly. Like get your man the fuck. Yeah. Coming at me like that. That would be crazy. I would have to defend myself. I think mm-hmm. if I was trying to jump into an argument or whatever, like the only way I'm really getting in if it's like imminent danger. You know what I mean? If y'all are just like going back and forth about, you know, whatever, some bullshit, then
1: the remote or who's supposed to be cleaning. You just like
2: Yeah, right.
1: But if it's like violence or if something. It's right, if it's life, violence, so, if
2: it's getting yeah. up, getting in her face or, you know, all that type of shit.
1: No.
0: Hold up now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> On oh, my watch. Um, yeah, it's really, I do, I can actively see how as I've gotten older, I stay out of my friends' relationships, like, completely, you know what I mean, like, I only go in as much as you invite me into your conversations and stuff, I don't really ask questions like, what's up with you and so-and-so, because I feel like that's, that's even too much, you know what I mean, so definitely think that I try to stay in my lane, but I Can see how at one time I would have been all up in their business for sure, (laughs) just like being nosy, being whatever. Say, say I'm doing it for my friends. Say I'm doing it for my own entertainment. Mm. Call it what you will, but (laughs) gross. Okay, well, you know we don't have
1: to spend too much time on this because I do want to save a little bit of time to share this crazy story with you that I found for horror stories. Okay, Mm. so let's see what we got this one is called i went to an amateur sex party this is about the time i attended an amateur sex party something i haven't shared with any partner and something i will probably only ever write here and never look back at i hope you enjoy my friend g was a bit of a wild child she enjoyed a lot of casual sex and frequently visited burlesque bars she knew lots of interesting people unlike me who kept my friend group very small. G would go out and wave at most people we walked by in the street. She knew them all and she loved the attention. G and I were heading abroad for a girls week vacation in Tenerife. We are from Europe. It was going to be a week of laughter, alcohol, hopefully some male attention. We were so excited about this vacation. It's all we could talk about for weeks. The day finally came and we jetted off for a warm summer's vacation. We had bought brand new clothes, new accessories, and new bikinis just for this trip. And as soon as we arrived at our hotel, we got changed into our bikinis and headed down to the hotel pool, which was filled with all sorts of people. We instantly started to mingle with people in the hotel pool bar, and I left G with a nice young couple from Sweden whilst I went and found a quiet sunbed to relax on. I felt amazing in my bikini. Men were checking me out, and I was definitely bringing on attention by loosening my straps and smiling at men as they walked by. Lo- loosening what straps? I guess maybe because she was panning, but okay.
2: All right. Um, just having it hanging <laughs> off of you, just so.
1: Right. Like, I, I just have all types of things in my head when I think about that. We were about two days into our girls' holiday when G mentioned the party. She said it was for all sorts of people, but they definitely encourage women to attend and you can get naked if you want to. She was looking at me intently when I realized what kind of party she was insinuating that we attend. G wanted us to go to a sex party. I wasn't sure. I had never been to anything like that before and I actually hadn't had that much sex before, but I agreed to it. And I found myself heading to a sex party in Tenerife the night of the sex party. G and I were freshly waxed before we came on holiday, which I was really glad about on the night of the party. I was really nervous about the party. I was wearing my small black skirt with a white t-shirt, which showed off my sun-kissed hand. G was wearing a red dress that made her figure stand out. We both wore black wedges and we both had our hair and makeup done to perfection. We spent hours getting ready for this party. I told G I was just going to watch other people mingle. I didn't want to have sex. She told me I would probably change my mind, but I laughed at her and said I most definitely wouldn't be changing my mind.
2: Right? It like,
0: how come you to out- me if I'm
1: about to be sucking or not? Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The party was housed inside a huge villa outside of the main strip. We got a taxi, and when we arrived, we were both silent as we took in this huge building. The outside was lit by the cute warm lighting and the huge iron gates were open, allowing lots of cars to drive um, to park on the driveway. We linked arms and we headed to the front door. We could hear lots of people talking and music being played. G knocked and the door swung open. We gave the doorman our pink invitations and he smiled at us as he beckoned us in. Everyone we saw was really dressed up. I was so glad we made so much effort. We saw a man in a suit making out with a woman in black lingerie on the stairs. I kept on staring at them until G snapped me out of it, pulling me outside with her. The pool had two people making out in it as I watched another two people join them. I didn't think it would get much wilder than this, but boy, was I wrong. I wasn't going to fuck anyone. G left me once she found the man who had invited her. He had taken G by the arm and led her to an outside spun mattress. I didn't mind, I wanted to look around anyway. I stood in the corner of of the sitting room for quite some time, just watching as people mingled and touched one another. Nothing too wild was happening, it was just heavy petting. I was approached a few times but told them all I wanted to be alone. As the time passed, I saw the heavy petting turning into very heavy petting. I watched as a man gently slid off a woman's panties and fingered her right there on the couch and then another woman joined them, and she took over, fingering this woman while the man touched himself. I moved out of that room and headed upstairs. I was feeling quite horny seeing all of the sex and foreplay going on around me. I passed a room of about 10 people, all of whom were fucking. A girl mentioned for me to join them, but I just smiled and shook my head. I went into a room that had a large window that looked out and over the pool, this was This room was empty and it had a large bed in it. I stood at this window, just watching the party below. I could just make out G sitting with four men. They were totally captured by her personality, her beautiful body. She was animatedly telling them a story and they looked as if they were hanging on to her every word. I was startled as a man came in the room behind me. He was tall and and spoke with an English accent. I suddenly felt as if I was missing out. And I directly asked him if he wanted to make out. And he did. We moved to the bed. We lay next to one another, peeling off one another's clothes. His accent was driving me wild. He would whisper the dirtiest things into my ear. He kissed my neck and he moved his hand to my pussy and pulled up my black skirt. I moved my head so I could see the people outside. It was thrilling to know people could see me. He went down on me and then thrust himself into me. It felt amazing. He was gentle, but he knew exactly what he was doing. He was pushing against my G-spot with such vigor and precision that it was hard not to lose control. I was desperately trying to suppress my moans. That was until the door opened and another man came in and watched us, sipping his drink and then pulling out his cock and touching himself as he watched us.
2: That's
1: a It deep. was such a... <laughs> it was such an insane feeling. I got onto all fours and this English man fucked me hard in this position. As I started to come, the man watching us started touching himself even more quickly. He was masturbating to us, and I was loving it. The English man came inside of me, and I Ew. flipped over. Right, it's it's Wait, giving uh, it's giving where's the protection? <laughs> yes, <laughs> like
2: come saw, out. Oh,
3: surely lie. they have a condom. Surely what? in a
2: club they're doing safe sex. Like, sure. Oh my God. What the fuck?
3: Come on now. Yeah. So
1: I went back out to the pool and I watched as the cute couple I seen earlier were now swapping with another cute couple. Both girls were riding the opposite partners, bouncing up and down as fast as they could. Finally, I reached the mattress where I last saw G and there she was totally naked, her petite body covered in sweat. (laughs) A girl came up next to me and told me she was so horny. I turned to her and we started making out. She cut my breast and I traced the outline of her pussy through her bikini bottom. She was a redhead, gorgeous and way more experienced at this whole lesbian experience than me. We lay back on one of the soft beds that were outside, we were lost. In the moment touching one another. I pulled her breasts from the bikini top. They were large and matched her whole fatigue. I went down on her. And although I had no idea what I was doing, I did what I thought I would, what I thought I would like, and she was moaning as I did it. A man came up behind me and asked if he could join in, and I nodded. He pulled up my black skirt and started eating my ass and pussies and slipped himself inside me and began thrusting
2: residual com- <laughs> the last nigga <laughs> okay I was <That's exactly laughs> <out of> thinking <laughs> and the fact that he's just whipping himself in I'm also like
1: where's the condom um yes I began thrusting slowly at first then building up to a quick place more people watched us and I found a new kink that I love to be watched during sex it gave me a thrill and made me want to perform <laughs> Call it night. My goodness. Right. Call that a night. was yeah. the, That right. was an active. She was really a part of the sex party.
2: Yeah, like, she was getting skeeted inside of. I'm sorry. At yeah, that point.
3: Very much, multiple times, and she's oh. the one who said she wasn't going to have sex with anybody.
2: And also, really they're going was. from ass to vagina, which is like, yeah, you really know, and sex, like, it's just asking like for a UTI. Ugh. It sounds like UTI. Well, That's,
3: yeah, it does. It sounds like UTI and STI. Okay, it's not
2: right. so there my like every single thing you can pick up, you're getting. In my question job. is: I wonder it, if the flu with these, with these sex parties, do
1: they have way Do they have? Do what? they have?
2: Waivers okay. Well. That, this, I feel like, is a fantasy story. Like, I don't really believe that should happen, But I feel like at real sex clubs, there are, like, there is, like, testing involved and contracts. I feel like,
1: you feel like it was a fantasy story? Not real? I feel like this shit could really happen. I mean, like, really? I don't know. We this just, we're happen. just not a part of this
2: life. We are yeah. not a part of it. But, like. I think that these this things is basically are, how it's no shade but this is basically how AIDS spread. Like everybody just going to the party and fucking like, and like and you really out.
1: just have to go on yeah
2: you know, the good dates no unless you have the rapid here skeeting there just everywhere.
3: Well yeah, so, like I was uh, just assuming that there were condoms and protection involved. But also there's there's probably drugs involved in this too. Like yeah. Yeah, so people probably are like high and not even thinking about
2: even giving a fuck.
3: yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm surprised she didn't mention that though because she mentioned a lot of things. I'm surprised she wouldn't have yeah. mentioned that like drugs was involved if it
2: right was, and maybe they was really just fucking. maybe
3: since they were maybe since they're
1: like these drugs are technically illegal, like you can't really
2: talk about, about like, <laughs> it it's anonymous though people be talking about their drugs on there i don't know I wonder, I think, like, are se- but then i wonder are sex parties even legal yeah sex clubs i think actually i don't know but i know that there is one here in pittsburgh and it's the real deal i heard from two women who had been there i was at one of those little pleasure parties that my friend had for her birthday And the the woman who was facilitating the party and this other woman who was just a guest at the party was like, yeah, there's one here in Pittsburgh. But she was saying that like, they they do a, it's a lot of preliminary shit before you get accepted to join the club oh, and so they do have condoms everywhere like every kind yeah. of they have like dental dams like they literally have all the protection there mm-hmm. and she said it's a very like you know it's a sanitized place like you know this and that so she was saying that it is Pretty legit, and also like there's certain criteria for like them letting in single people versus couples and things like that. Like, it okay. just necessarily be like a creepy single guy like going around being and- like, "Oh, I'm a I'm a go there today." Yeah.
1: Like, I'm oh, going oh, to the oh, sex oh. club today.
2: You have yeah, to be I feel accepted. like there has to be okay. some serious okay. vetting for it.
1: It doesn't seem like it's like a public thing. It feels very. But to the
2: point of whether or not that. it's legal, I have no idea. I mean, it's I don't know. It's a privately owned place. I guess you could go to someone's house and fuck if you wanted
1: to. Right. And if there's a lot of people who are trying to fuck together, then I guess it's none of your business. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I don't yeah. Know, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. It's like if it
2: is your property, right? Or if it is your type of thing, like. There's no money exchanged for the sex. Like nobody gets money. You pay money to play, but you don't you pay,
1: pay to join. Yeah, you pay to play, but yeah
2: y'all we need more information if you anyone listening has any information on the sex club scene are they just out here fucking and skiing and doing whatever the fuck or is it like a really strict protocol because i would be here for the strictness but fuck all that other shit and what she was saying about the voyeur thing like i wonder like do i want someone to watch me having sex i don't know like that's a really good question would that turn y'all on or wouldn't you be like oh my god please
3: i don't i feel like i would be performing like i would i feel like my mind
2: wouldn't be your back og and
3: And i'm like be more concerned about like how do i look and how do i sound i don't think i would be like really authentic yeah right so i don't know how she was able to come (laughs) be like right right i i can't do it (laughs) yeah she was really
1: just i feel like when once you get in that vibe you just be out of it (laughs) (laughs) that's
2: true if i'm really probably i'm not like tunnel vision but she yeah, also said like, the
3: thrusting, like she couldn't control herself. That's <laughs> what she right, said. Right, right, the right, right. Thrust, yeah. like Evaculated. the thrusting was so intense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <they're right.
2: laughs> vivid imagination. Mm-hmm. They might embellish. I think that they, maybe that mm-hmm. she picked them love, but come on, Maggie. like...
3: Or she might be writing an erotic novel and just testing it out.
2: Yeah, out testing it out. that's what I think some of these are because some of these are crazy like one I read was like we were at a um have you ever seen like that really fine kind of gravel and it's like at a factory that you're driving past like on the highway or something it's like a tall Mm -hmm. it looks like a Sand or like a gravel or something like that. Mm The one story I read, they said that they were on a run and they were running past one of those places, and they just started fucking in the gravel. Like leaned up against one and just started. Oh no! And then like they would they would have to keep moving because they were like falling inside of the gravel and it was like suffocating them and shit and, and so we're like having to shift all around in the dirt and got dirt everywhere and we're just fucking so crazy and I'm like you mean to tell me you were fucking in a pile of fine gravel like get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> your body sounds like it's cut up like that does not sound <laughs>
3: yes yes your body is cut up
2: yeah, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> so wow it's a fun segment though i like hearing these stories it's it's entertaining well this is a fun episode anika thank you so much for coming
3: on thank you for having me
2: you're a scorpio so we'll see you in october
3: yeah we'll
2: We'll have some tidbits for the scorpios at that point love it actually I have to say like I was loving Leo season this year um Virgo season is looking very promising and I'm just curious to see how Libra and, the rest of the year how we finish it out we got the Libras the Scorpios and the Sagittarius oh what's between Scorpio and Sagittarius you right you right oh that's yeah it. Capricorn then we're back to the top of the year that's crazy all right um you already know the dealio you can find us at sign me Up podcast on social media sign me at podcast at gmail.com with your questions comments and concerns Even though there's nothing to be concerned about um <laughs> at sydney poppins too
1: i'm at cheeky bobby
2: and that's another episode of sign me Up podcast signing out